Welcome to day 15 of Monday Sisters Circle Ramadan Reflections. Today we're going to be looking at Surah Al-Kahf. Surah Al-Kahf is composed of four stories. The first is the story of the men in the cave. The second is the story of the men in the two gardens. The third is the story of Musa and Khidr. And the fourth story is that of Dhul Karnayn. Today we're going to be looking at the story of Musa and Khidr and just looking at a small fragment of that story and the wisdoms that we can take from there. One of the first wisdoms of this story is dealing with the fitna of having arrogance in knowledge. Knowledge itself is a blessing if we act upon it, but it becomes a curse if it leads us to feel some kind of superiority or arrogance. It's a blessing if it enters the heart, but if it's something that remains in the head and it becomes a thing of, ah, I'm logical, rational, um, more so than trying to take the wisdom from that knowledge, it it becomes a curse. And Allah actually compares these types of people to donkeys that carry books, that even if you have the books on your back, they're not benefiting you. So we seek refuge in Allah from this. And in the story of Musa and Khidr, we can take this message that knowledge should lead us to humility. Musa السلام, was actually asked by the people of Banu Israel um, who the most learned man amongst them was. And he replied without much thought that it's me, I, I'm the most learned. And so Allah admonished Musa السلام, um, as he did not attribute that absolute knowledge to Allah alone. And so then Allah sends down Jibreel to um, reprimand Musa that he is spoken without knowledge, subhanAllah. And so we see in the verse... أَتَيْنَاهُ رَحْمَةً مِّنْ عِنْدِنَا وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ مِنْ لَدُنَّا عِلْمًا That we had granted mercy from us and enlightened with knowledge of our own. Referring to Khidr. So Musa then is eager to learn and so he says, Oh my Lord, how can I meet him? And Allah then gives him the directive to take a fish, put it in the large basket and you'll find him at the place where you'll lose the fish. And so Musa proceeds with Yusha as directed. Um, Musa says, I will journey on until I reach the point where the two rivers meet, though I may march on for ages. Here we see his humility. This is his eagerness for knowledge and one of the main wisdoms that he embarks on a journey for the sake of knowledge. And Imam al-Bukhari actually says that Musa was the first human who ever travelled for the sake of knowledge. SubhanAllah. So already from Musa we have the example of having humility in, in knowledge and the eagerness for it too. The scholars say that the journey Musa undertook was a long journey. Um, some say from Iraq or Jordan, some even saying it was in Tunisia or Morocco. And so he left his people for the sake of increasing his knowledge. And so when he eventually meets Khidr, he greets him with salam. To which Khidr is astonished because he thinks that he's in the land of the pagans and the idolaters. So where did um, Musa come with this, this salam? 
The origin of salam is actually very beautiful. There's a hadith in which the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that the first thing that Allah taught Adam was the salam and its response. And Allah, upon creating Adam alayhi salam, said to him, go and greet the company of the angels who are sitting there and listen to what they're going to say and reply to your greetings because that will be the greeting of you and your offsprings. And so Adam alayhi salam says to the angels, assalamu alaykum, and they respond with alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah. And this is how Adam alayhi salam was taught salam directly and this became a mark for all those who believe in Allah to greet one another with salam. Going back to the verse, an interesting thing to note is that Allah has mentioned first that Khidr was granted uh, rahmah from Allah first, and then he was given the ilm, the knowledge. So this teaches us that the rahmah without knowledge, we can still be good people, but knowledge without rahmah is a problem. And the best is the combination of both rahmah and ilm, of the mercy and the knowledge together. Another thing to focus on is the manners that we should bring before we um, seek the knowledge, to have that humility. And this is evidenced with Musa asking permission from Khidr to follow him, to learn from him, um, where he is actually humbling himself. Subhanallah. So as a practical point, we take that we should hold hum- uh, good manners, we need to have humility and mercy, and from that the knowledge will follow, inshallah. So with Khidr's permission, Musa joins him on his journey and there are three incidents that occur. The first of which of the fishermen um, of the ship, from where we learn that if we want to be blessed in any area of life, we must use that for the sake of Allah to gain more blessing. The second incident is of the boy who was killed by Khidr and from this we have um, a very keen rule that we understand that Allah never ever takes away something from us that we love and with what we through that trial we are patient except that Allah will replace it with something even better in its stead so for every difficulty there will be multiple ease and the next time we face a similar trial perhaps we can have this patience inshallah and that full certainty that whatever Allah has removed from us he will replace it with so much more this is from the mercy of Allah this is from Allah's rahmah the third incident is the story of the two boys, the orphan boys, and the inheritance left behind for them by their righteous father. Here we see an element of qadr um, and in trusting in Allah, and also that good will breed good. So because of the father's taqwa, the children uh, inherit an element of that righteousness too and are protected by Allah by way of the father's deeds. The second thing, back to what I said about the Qadr issue, that Allah knows to give us exactly what we need and knows when to give us what we want. And for this, we need to place our trust in Allah and know that His knowledge is infinite and our knowledge knowledge is finite. We see things from our one perspective, whereas Allah will see everything from each and every perspective. And Allah loves us so much. This brings me on to the final point of Husnadhan of having that good hope in Allah, that Allah loves us more than any single creature on this world, more than any person. Allah loves us. And so wouldn't he want the best for us? As long as we have a good connection with Allah, whatever happens will be for the best. 
Allah says in the Quran, perhaps you hate a thing and it is good for you, and perhaps you love a thing and it is bad for you. Allah knows while you do not. SubhanAllah. And on the point of husnathan is um, the way that Khidr actually relates it back to Musa alayhi So when he caused the damage to the boat, he says, فَأَرَدُّ أَنْ أَعِيبَهَا That I intem- intended to damage it. And when he speaks about the, the boy that was killed, he says, فَأَرَدْنَا Okay, we intended. And finally, the incident of the orphans that's narrated with فَأَرَادَ رَبُّكَ That Allah intended this. So this is um, a demonstration of the essence of husnathan, the manners that we need to hold with Allah in ascribing the negative to ourselves and the positive to Allah. To have a really healthy lens of appreciating Allah and expecting only the best from Allah. For Allah has said in Hadith Qudsi, أَنَا عِنْدَ ظَنِّي I am as my servant thinks of me. Subhanallah. And was it not Allah when he decreed the creation, he pledged unto himself. That Allah's mercy prevails over his wrath. With that final thought, I'll leave you. I hope this has been of some benefit. Jazakallahu khairan for your time and patience. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Jenna, Jenna, Jenna